Welcome to Healing Place Church, where our mission is to be a healing place for a hurting world. We hope to enrich your life through reaching, serving, giving, and building. As you listen to this teaching, be inspired to fulfill your God-given destiny through the power of His Word. HP Kids presents A Smythe Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, and from here to the Bahamas, not a creature was stirring, not even the llamas. The large socks were hung by the chimney with care, while holiday music on the stereo blared. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, when something he forgot suddenly popped in Smy's head. A tree, a tree, how could I forget? Hey kids, wake up, we're not all done yet. What's wrong, Smythe? What's the matter? What's the meaning behind all of this loud Christmas chatter? You kids need a tree for your presents, no doubt. I'll go find the best one so you aren't all left out. It's our first Christmas together, and it has to be great. So wonderful holiday memories you'll make. Smythe rushed out to find the greatest of trees, a journey that caused his poor mustache to freeze. He wondered the forest, he needed one soon, but the first one was huge, it blocked out the moon. The next tree was nice, but covered in sap. It took him forever to get free from that trap. Finally, he saw it, the best tree in the town, and used a big laser to cut that thing down. Then off to the store for decorations and lights, and back to the house for a Christmas done right. Hey kids, hey kids, behold, with your tiny human eyes, I got the tree, decorations, all the Christmas merchandise, all that. Now, we've got a few hours left, and I know just what to do. I'll rescue this Christmas with an invention or two. Smythe, what are, you, what are you gonna do? What trick is up your sleeve? Uh, I'll build a Christmas launcher. Sure to save us this eve. Well, what's it gonna do? Cause it sounds kind of bold. Just imagine a cannon launching decorations untold. Now, you kids, work hard while I'm gone. I'll be back with the launcher. We'll be done before dawn. So off to his lair raced Smythe all alone, while the kids did their best to make festive their home. Down in the workshop, Smythe worked into the night, inventing a machine to throw tinsel and lights. Despite his best efforts, he found very soon how easy it was to make Christmas go boom. But after causing a fire and a few small explosions, he finished the wires and buttons and hoses. He climbed up the stairs to show off his creation and check on the kids and their home decorations. It's done, it's done, come see the tree now. But when he did, he was shocked. He could only say, how? What were you thinking? Why is the tree upside down? The top should be green and the bottom should be brown. The pointy part should be up, pointing up to the sky. 
to remind us of Jesus on his throne way up high. So Smythe and the kids put the tree right side up. Then in came one child with pink paint in a cup. Ah, uh, what, what are you doing? I'm allergic to pink. Do we need paint in this house? There's no reason, I think. Well, I want a pink tree for a fun princess theme with sparkles and flowers. It's the tree of my dreams. Ah, uh, no. No, 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 my dear daughter. There's nothing wrong with our tree. This green can remind you of how Christ makes us free. It's an evergreen tree. Stays green all year round. It reminds us of the life that in him can be found. He gives eternal life. We'll never die, never. Right? He'll never forsake us. He'll be with us forever. I didn't know a tree could teach us so much. But I still think it's missing one last minute touch. Aha! Behold! As I launch decorations through the air, all the lights and the tinsel hung with utmost of care. Smythe, I don't think that invention will do what you say. Can't we just use our hands so we can be sure that they'll stay? That's silly, you goose. That will take us all night. What you're about to witness is an incredible sight. The kids stood back as the launcher got ready. Smythe put on his goggles and made his aim steady. At a press of a button, the decor flew at the tree, but a smoking malfunction made everyone flee. Down went their nice tree, it fell to the ground. As Smythe's contraption went crazy, throwing tinsel around. It was nothing but chaos as it launched red and green. The kids looked on in horror at the mess to be cleaned. Well? said Smythe as he turned off his invention. I uh, demolished our house. That was not my intention. Smythe, look around. We were promised a tree. Ours is destroyed. That's not Christmas to me. Just a minute, Smythe said to his angry young daughter. This tree will be fine if we give it some water. Ugh. Now, there's one more lesson about this tree for you four. More important than presents or lights and decor. This tree isn't just a reminder of the day of Christ's birth. It also can teach us about his mission on earth. To die on a tree is the reason he came. To set us all free from our sin and our shame. It's Jesus we celebrate and worship today. His death gives us life and his life shows the way. So remember each year as you light up your tree, the story of Jesus who made us all free. That was awesome. Why don't you give him a hand? Well, Merry Christmas. These VBS characters were awesome today. We were so excited to have them and to be able to talk about Christmas with you tonight. And are you excited to light that Christmas tree in just a little bit? It's gonna be awesome. Well, before we go do that, just for a few minutes, I wanna talk about what Smythe taught his children about the Christmas tree. There were three things that he mentioned that you heard in this story that we can learn about the Christmas tree. Now, the first thing we can notice about a Christmas tree, and you can see it over here, is that it points up. Where are all my kids? Can you point up? It points up. 
You see, about a week ago, we actually went and purchased a Christmas tree at our house, and we brought it home. Now, let me tell you what Christmas looks like at the Stroop house. Um, let, let's say it like this. I get in a hurry. I'm very quick and fast, and let's get Christmas done. Let's get to the cookies. Let's get to the fun, and let's get the Christmas tree up, and then we can sit and enjoy. Now, my husband, on the other hand, he loves the Christmas lights to just be perfect. How many of you do the inner circle of lights first? Those of you who, who are meticulous, you know what I'm talking about. That's what he does. And then there's an outside that's done. It is beautiful. Now, if I put the lights on the tree, it wouldn't look that pretty. But that's the way it is at our house. And I went in the back to get a box out of the, the back room. And when I came back, my kids were helping put up the ornaments. We were just letting them do. Now, I have four kids. I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a two-month-old. The two-month-old wasn't much help. But the rest of them were putting ornaments on the Christmas tree. And when I walked back in the room, I noticed the lower third, about this high, had all of the ornaments. <laughs> just real heavy on that lower third. But if you think about it, a Christmas tree points up. And I can't help in my life, maybe you're like me, I get so caught up on my eye level looking at things this time of year, and I forget that Christmas is about him, and that our eyes should look up from whom our help comes from. So that's what it reminds me of pointing up. Colossians 3, 1 through 2 says, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. So next time you see that tree, just remember, it points up. The second thing you notice about a tree is it is an evergreen. Now, I'm no arborist, no treeologist, whatever the word is for that. But I have learned that evergreens stay green all year round. Now, I want to know, how many of you out there are artificial Christmas tree people? Give me the artificial. Okay. How many of you are, that is a sin? The real Christmas tree has to be in our house. Okay. So every year I lost that battle. I'm the artificial Christmas tree easy, and my husband is. It is a sin to have that. So he's got the real Christmas tree. We have been given eternal life through Jesus Christ that is like that evergreen Christmas tree. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not ever die, but live forever, live an eternal life. You know, someone asked me recently how to explain eternity to a kid. And this is really difficult because I can't even grasp what forever means. So kids, this is my attempt. Are you ready? You know those big inflatables that you love jumping on? Okay, and you know how the person who brings you to those inflatables says, in two minutes, it's time to go. It's time to get off. Or they say, hey, it's time to go home. Eternity is like, that will never happen. You can jump the whole night. Does that sound fun, kids? We're about to have fun in a little bit out there. But that's the second thing. It is an evergreen, and it reminds us of his eternal love and that we can spend eternity with him in heaven if we choose him. And the last thing is, 
It reminds us of Christ's mission on earth, the reason he came. Now, when we bought our Christmas tree, we went and we picked it out and we picked the perfect one. And I got home and I was very curious about where it came from. You know, what's the process like to get it to the store, to get it to where it needs to be? And you may know this, but I did not know this at all. A Christmas tree, from the moment that there's a seed planted, it spends two years in a nursery. Two years of someone taking care of it, making sure it grows. And then after two years in a nursery of that cultivating, it goes to a Christmas tree field where it spends five to nine years of someone shaping it and getting it just perfect. From the moment that seed is dropped into the little container, its purpose is to one day die. Its purpose is to be planted, to be grown, and to be cut down so that we can enjoy having a Christmas tree in our house. In Christmas time, we celebrate Christ's birth, but the reason he came, his purpose was to give us life, to be, to be crucified on a tree so that he could redeem us. First Peter 2:24, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you are healed. So as you see this Christmas tree, whether yours is artificial or yours is real, just remember it points up just to remind us of what it's really all about. It's an evergreen. It reminds us of his eternal promise that we can live forever. All the kids say forever. Awesome. We get to live with him forever. And then the third thing it does is it reminds us of Christ's mission on earth. You know, Christmas morning, we have this tradition in our house. We take wrapping paper and there's the end of the hallway that leads into the living room. And we take the wrapping paper and we put it at the end of the hallway, tape it up with some duct tape. And the kids wake up and their job is to bust through the wrapping paper. It's fun. It's like game day at our house, right? Christmas morning. Last year we had to do it twice because the two-year-old missed breaking the paper. So it was like, game day, take two. But we did it. And so they break through the paper on Christmas morning and they come and the first thing they do is look at what's under that Christmas tree. And then we talk about what Christmas means and then we open the presents. But before that happens, I can't imagine if we were to say, hey, before we do this, I need you to prove to me why you deserve these gifts. I need you to sit down with me and I need you to tell me all the good things you've done. We don't do interviews with our six-year-old, our four-year-old and our three-year-old to talk them into or for them to talk us into why they deserve. You know what they do? They simply receive. And that is what Christmas is about. He has given us a gift the gift of his love, and he doesn't need anything back. All we bring is ourselves. Thank you for listening. For more information about Healing Place Church, go to healingplacechurch.org or give us a call at 225-753-2273.